Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. The ball and roll pick and pot is back after a long holiday break. We took last week off, but we are back. Before we get started, quick reminder, ballandroll.com, your place for the best basketball content on the web. Shop.ballandroll.com, your place for the hottest basketball merch on the web. My name is Rich. As always, I'm joined by Kevin. Lots to discuss today. We're going to be talking Raptors. We're going to be talking All-Star. We're going to be talking All-Decade teams lots to discuss exciting stuff kevin how's it going dude dude i'm doing fantastic i had an incredible christmas with the fam shout out to the kucheri clan and follow that up with an unforgettable new year's eve with my woman shout out to ivana and you know what patriots officially out of the playoffs but you know what it's a strategic move it's a strategic move we're looking at the we're looking at the future in order for us to win a ring, we knew we had to make the sacrifice. See, that's the thing. I'm winning is the even when I'm supposed to be over? losing. Huh? Dynasty is, is never dynasty over. Dynasty over? No, the dynasty is never over. What do you mean? <clears throat> Tom Brady done? No, as long as Tommy, Bobby, and Billy are on the same team, we will be fine. <laughs> but is is Tommy going to be on the same team next year? He's a free Tom. agent. And yes. look, all I know is it's free agent season. Tom Brady's a free agent. I am watching out for everything. I'm looking at where his kids are going to school. I'm yes. looking at like real estate markets where he's buying houses. You never know. And you got to stay on top of everything when it comes Dude, to I free agency. Been. I have been. He, he, I was talking to him on Instagram earlier on. We were talking oh, yeah. about, you know, how, how Giselle's doing, you know, how his boys are doing. And like um, I asked him to stay off the cliffs this year because we don't want that debacle again. But um, no, he's doing good. He, yeah. he, he, lo- he loves Boston. He loves Boston. You know, it's a city of championship parades. So, uh-huh. you know, may as well stick I, over there. Did he tell Tom Brady to stop making out with his kids, too? Okay. How dare you? How dare you drag Tommy's name across the dirt? This man has six rings. Six rings. He's been on the Madden cover, I think, twice, if I'm not wrong. But In 50 years, that's not a lot. He's 50. played for, He's like, 50. 60 years. What do you mean, He's dude? He's played for, like, 60 years. No, he's 42 right now. 42. Uh-huh. He, like, say, dude, it's only been like 24 years. Uh-huh. A professional it's ball. Been a while. 24 been a years, while. that's, you know, you're just one year younger than you. That's true. <laughs> he's played for as long as I've been alive. Which is um, bonkers. But other than that, other than the Patriots dynasty crashing down, I'm, I'm assuming your entire holiday break was good. Oh, it's fantastic. Christmas is good. That's oh, yes. good. Well, really good to hear. What about you, Rich? How was how was your break? How was uh, uh Dallas Cowboys playoff run? Ooh. Yikes. That was we cool. Got, we got a new coach, so the Cowboys are back. Oh, who's um, the coach again? We're winning this Mike McCarthy. Oh, Mike McCarthy. Did, well, did, was he a coach before the for uh, Hall of Fame quarterback? Yeah. Oh, he's, how many rings he, did he win with the Hall of Fame quarterback? Just one. Oh, mm, but now he can win more rings with Hall of Fame with a future Hall of Fame quarterback in Which Dak one? Prescott. Oh, Dakota Dak Prescott, Prescott, man. Dakota, Dakota. No, it's it's a uh, it's Rain Dakota Prescott. That's his full yeah, name. Whenever whenever you say like Dakota Prescott, he sounds like an Irish girl. Well, first of all, his first name is Rain. No, but, I, but like whenever somebody says Dakota, he just sounds like an Irish girl. I mean, there's more to him than that. But uh, but I mean, this season he was pretty much 
It was his best season. It was his best yeah. season there. It's just a lot of things didn't go according to plan. Just a little bit of retooling in the yep. works. Yep. We back. Mm. We have our new coach. We're going to get Super Bowl next year. Is there a it's spin okay. zone here? Or is there a spin zone at all? No. <laughs> no. no. I don't, don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means. I just made a spin zone, you know, saying that the Patriots lost to Ryan Tannehill. We played against Ryan Tannehill, lost while he threw for 70 yards the whole game. We lost against yeah, that. It was horrible. So I should but, then ag- but then again, you guys, you guys lost. Dude, you more more so you guys lost to Derrick Henry. Like yeah, your entire defense. He, he ran for two hundred somebody else. He was like trucking. Yeah, yeah no, it was rough. That, no, it was it was a strategic loss. It yeah. made sense. So you know we got together. We Fair. got together at LeBron's thinking cave. Brian Henry yep. Windhorse was there too, and then we started talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we were all talking. It was Brian's idea that we actually be yeah. over there. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, I I think LeBron cannot think until he's in his thinking cave. No, no, no. LeBron is actually a Dallas Cowboy fan, so he wasn't present over there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Anyways, <laughs> and anyways, uh, we got to We got to jump over to basketball. We'll talk some NFL playoffs a little later. Uh, before we touch on the Raptors. Um, some sad news. The NBA, the year started off with some heartbreaking news. NBA lost its former commissioner, former longtime commissioner, David Stern. He suffered a brain hemorrhage in December and passed away at the age of 77 at the start of the year. Um, and just over his 33 years as commissioner, he did a ton of incredible things. Just I'm looking at, at Forbes.com and over the past 30 years until his retirement, um, that player salary cap grew from 3.6 million up until 50, up up to 59 million. Television revenue skyrocketed to 930 million. Franchise value skyrocketed up to uh, 19 billion when he retired. So David Stern accomplished a ton of great things. The NBA became a global phenomenon because of him. So incredibly sad loss and our condolences to uh, David Stern's family. So just to jump ship. Let's talk about some Raptors. Um, the, the Raptors are currently playing the Portland Trailblazers. We are in the fourth quarter. The Raptors are winning. Um, Kevin, there are yes, more sir. dudes and Blazers on the Raptors bench than there are on the floor right now. Oh, oh, I see what you did there. That was a good punt. That was a really good punt because, you know, Raptors players, you know, who are hurt, they're sitting over there with Blazers yeah. on because the jackets, that's another term for jackets. Blazers is yep. also a term for the team that the Raptors are playing right now, Portland yeah. oh. Blazers. So, Richard, yep. well, that, I give you a gold star together. for that one. Oh, yeah. No, it's, the, it was like a Dude, whole, this- uh, I, what is a beautiful minds moment where I'm like the janitor. I'm trying to work the map. And then it all made uh-huh. sense to me. But no, like I'm, I was watching most of the game during one of my conference calls. Uh, but during yeah. that, with the amount of loss that they have, you know, Pascal Siakam being one of the biggest losses, Marcus Saul, Norman Powell, yeah. Fred Van Vliet. Those are four starters who are sitting out. Yeah. And Dude, they're still beating Portland Tra- Trailblazers right now. They, yeah. they they came out shooting. It was in the first half. They had about 11 threes that they made in the first half. The Kyle Lowry being as aggressive as he is, he's living up to the bulldog uh, bulldog personality that he uh, everybody kind of bestowed upon him. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Blazers don't have any answer. They've been trailing since the beginning, and that's yeah. it. Hassan White like, is getting 16 boards, but he's useless. 
Dude, here's here's the thing. Like the Blazers, while they're a pretty horrible bas- uh, defensive basketball team, um, they do have a lot of individual scores. Just yes. like watching this game, first of all, it's so weird to see that Damian Lillard is wearing number zero and Carmelo Anthony is wearing zero zero. That's just yeah. weird to me. It doesn't look pretty. It looks weird, and it just offensively it seems like they don't really fit all together like there's a lot there's not a lot of ball movement lots of stagnant offensive sets and the raptors defense is taking advantage of it and dude you got to give credit to the raptors like you look at their bench and it's depressing at one point in this game at one point in this game the raptors had stanley johnson Mm -hmm. o'shea Brissett, matt thomas Yes. Terrence davis and chris boucher on the court at the same time and they were beating the blazers by 10 yeah, the Raptors think, this season, dude, 37 games this season. This is the 37th game of the season for the Raptors. They have lost 128 games due to injury this season. That's the most in the NBA. And they have the eighth best record in the NBA. Like, it's disgustingly sad. Yeah, but also, let, let's put an asterisk. I'm not going to put an asterisk, but I just want to throw this out there. Uh, CJ McCollum, I think he has a respiratory infection. And uh, he was yeah. out the last game because of that. I mean, this game, he was probable. And Terry Stotts mm-hmm. even said that he might put him on a time management. Uh, but yeah. clearly not. He's running 32 minutes. But because Kemp Bazemore is also ejected and the rest of the team is bums. Like, they're putting Nazir Little in. And you, Richard, you you were the biggest fan of Nazir Little, not. I wasn't. Not, I was a oh, joke. Okay, okay, okay. Was okay, okay. I, you were hating on Nazir Little for the longest time for, for a reason. He's not that developed yet or he doesn't have the skill sets in order to yeah. warrant an actual NBA, NBA rotation spot. But even with yeah. all that, you would think Damian Lillard would be more uh, scoring more tonight. He did get um, uh, his head banged earlier, but I mean, it was yeah. just a minor boo-boo. What they ended up doing was uh, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson and um, Ojana Nobi, one of them have always been on the court. One of them have, has always been assigned to uh, either Carmelo or Damian Lillard, preventing them from uh, scoring. Carmelo has 23 points. That's totally fine. Let that go, boy go out there and score 30 if he has to. As long as you shut down Lillard and McCollum, which is what the Raptors are doing, you guys got the win. Yeah. They've been playing yeah. very impressive. I mean, you have to understand, I had a lot of doubt in Nick Nurse coming into this year. Naturally, mm-hmm. because last year, you know, you win a, a ring, but you also had Kawhi Leonard on uh, on your team. So when that happens, you know, there there will be a very faint asterisk on your championship ring. But this oh. year, what he's been no, 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 no. But for everybody from outside, Rich, as a Raptor fan, no, you won't think that. But like, say for me, who who wants to hate on the Raptors, um, when I see him win a ring with Kawhi Leonard, you would think, you know what, maybe the year afterwards when Kawhi leaves, they're going to do really bad, which is, of course, my assumption. But his Mm -hmm. coaching style, the way he's able to kind of roll with the punches throughout the season with all the injuries that have been thrown his way is insane. Mm -hmm. The fact that the Raptors are right now, you know, fourth in the East with all these injuries Mm -hmm. is absolutely nuts. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Like, Nick Nurse has been phenomenal he's not only is he able to make adjustments game to game to work around all these injuries he's able to make adjustments in game and like we like you're just watching some of the adjustments he makes and he just brings out the most outlandish defensive sets that 
teams just don't see um like when adam was was on our uh on, on this pod a couple of weeks ago that was when the raptors overcame that 30 point deficit to the dallas mavericks what nick nurse did there in the second half was he brought out a defense it wasn't the box and one but it was another defense that has just seen a lot of in college and the dallas mavericks had no idea what to do and then you see him like last year, how he runs uh, like the box and one. And then this year, how he he puts together different players that uh, that just fit together. Like this dude understands his team really well yes. and he really knows what he's doing. 100%. And I mean, right now between him and Eric Spolstra, I, it's I mean, those two guys are coaches of the years for me. But- um no, 100%. I think Nick even has a slight slighter edge uh, being able for sure. to kind of fight through all the adversity being adversity being the injuries that have, that have been handed out to him this year. Right. I mean, you look at, you look For at sure. a team like Miami heat, they're well-rounded having a guy like Jimmy Butler and surrounding him with a few shooters, even Tyler hero coming yeah. in and doing great. Kendrick mm-hmm. Nunn being the surprise of the year, Bam Adebayo yeah. stepping up and being, you know, the guy that we thought I remember, I'm not sure if yeah. you remember the preseason, we, we kind of made a prediction that he, he has a chance of winning the MIP this year. And you know what? He's proven yeah. himself and stepped up into that mm-hmm. role. So Spolstro yeah. also, I mean, when you have Pat Riley's kind of, um, approval sign of approval you clearly yeah. have good talent this is a guy who grew up mm-hmm. in uh, like the film room that that yeah, that's, yeah. that was his history right he's a he's a student of the film so he clearly yeah. has good knowledge but he also has a great team but nick nurse mm. he's been fighting through adversity dude it's pure adversity yeah. this year also the game is tight I, right I, now poor limited yeah 99, I, 99. yeah 37 yeah, seconds I, left. Am. I am curious yeah, what's gonna I happen see that don't lose this game. Don't go to overtime. You, it's just like I don't really care about games like this because it's one game in the middle of a season. But it's like you're winning the entire game. Just close it out. Um, yes. Are you telling me Stanley Holy Johnson sh- can't close out Damian Lillard? Um, but um, there was an illegal pick was, uh, midcourt by Hassan Whitehead. But no, no matter what, um, uh, Damian Lillard went around oh it God. and pulled up from almost half court and hit the three to tie the game. Oh my God. I hate his sound white side. He does that so often. Yeah, he's soft the, picks. Like, oh my god! Like all his illegal screens, he does that so much. Um, but just in term, what what the point you just made about the Heat and the Raptors? Uh, while the the Raptors had a ton of adversity, obviously, and a lot of injuries, the Heat were coming in with a lot of unproven players, a lot of young sure. and unproven players. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. at the but but that being said, the Heat still had. Jimmy Butler, that he'd still have Goran Dragic, like those two guys who've just been there a long time. Like Jimmy Butler is a proven star. The Raptors have forgetting another. I mean, they had Kyle Lowry, but but sorry, you're forgetting another legend. Oh, I I mean, Udonis Haslam. You cannot forget about UD. Of course, he's the chemistry. He's he's the chemistry guy. He's the chemistry guy. No, Um, Dion Waiters is the chemistry guy. Oh no, Dion Waiters is high as fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's. Oh my god. That's oh, the only god. adversity Miami Heat has faced this year. <laughs> Dude, are the Raptors gonna lose this game right now? No, 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 no. I think uh, Raptors have the offensive board with 20 seconds left. Jesus Christ. Oh, by the way, before this game ends, I have to say this. Mm-hmm. Anthony Tolliver. Anthony Tolliver had a showing in this game. I mean, I see. You remember we talked about this last year, where yeah. you know it's, there's guys. It's like the every league. team has that one. Yeah, one every guy. team has that one guy who you just 
forget he exists anymore. Like he's like, oh yeah, he's that he's like in the NBA, but he might have retired, but we don't know. And then you just see him on the floor one day. Anthony Tolliver is one of those guys. He's been on. He's been on what? Um, he's been on Minnesota. He's been on uh, Spurs. He's been Detroit. Yeah. I think Detroit. Yes, like, he was in Detroit. Yes. He's been all over the place, but nobody knows until they see him on TV for like five minutes, yes, and then yes. they're like, "Okay, we, we're not we're not going to see Anthony Tolliver on TV for another year." Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> what is going on in this game? Also, can uh, we 20- give Anthony Tolliver a vote for uh, All Star All Star vote? Is that possible? I, I mean, I'm sure it is, but I don't think anybody knows he's in the league until they watch <laughs> him play once a year. I think one of the greatest uh, things about NBA compared to MLB is the fact about, you know, players can market themselves well, you know, if you do it properly. And yeah. Anthony Tolliver's PR group, I I think he really needs to sit they're down not and good. talk to them. They're not good at all, dude. They're not good. <laughs> yeah, he's, they're, they're not good. Anthony Tolliver is literally that guy where you just don't. Don't know he exists until he's there in front of your very eyes. So 20 seconds of this game. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm assuming the veterans minimum. Dude, he's been. He's only been in the league since '09. Only? That's over yeah. a decade. Yeah, but dude, come this on. guy has come been. But there, there's guys for a decade. Dude, but Carmelo has been in this league like, longer. Dude, do you think the Portland Blazers even know that he's on their team? I don't know. I think he just walked in and put on a jersey. Yeah. The zero and double zero was taken. Dude, you know what he reminds me of? Remember that there was like that one video that went viral of like some dude who put on like a a New Orleans Pelicans like shooting like sweater. He put a hood on and he just like walked onto the court and started shooting. And he got like a couple of shots before security. Like walked up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Anthony Tolliver. You have no idea that he's there. He's just there throwing up shots in the corner. (laughs) Okay, so this guy's played in Spurs, Hornets, Warriors, Blazers, Wolves, Hawks, Charlotte Bobcats, Pistons, Kings. Bobcats. Yeah, dude. (laughs) He's a journeyman. That's like... That's like the Primo Brezic, Brandon Knight. Oh, my God. Kwame Brown. No, 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 no. Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison. Kwame Brown was a Bobcat too, right? Yeah, I I believe so. Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison. Gerald Henderson. He was a Jordan Jordan player at a time, too. That was pre-Celtics when he was with Bobcats. Remember good old Mecca Okafor was the first overall pick. Absolute legend. But I think he had a better career playing with Chris Fall in the Hornets. I don't even know. I'm not going yeah. for another one of those guys. I think he's still. He play, I think he might still be in the league. No, no, he he's in he's in that um that big three. He was in the big three last year. Remember, we didn't know oh. he existed, and then all of a sudden he showed up with SpongeBob SquarePants jersey on. Oh yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And then he just ended up being on like the Pelicans, I believe, for like yeah. half no. a year because he... they everyone got hurt. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't because they also ended so. up taking Nobody a gamble knows. on Jaleel um, Jaleel Okafor yesterday. Are you thinking about Jaleel Okafor? I might be. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't know. Anyways, he's an insignificant Anyways. player. But but moving Anyways. on. Okay, Fourteen seconds. Game is still going on. I, I want to ask you. What do you Ed, recently? You know, with the all 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 star talk and everything that's happening. Uh, what were your thoughts on the initial votes that came back? Oh, I I, I actually wanted to ask you a question about that. So. I mean, in the West, I think it's accurate. 
Like yes. I voted, I, I vote once just to say that I did it, um, to exercise my right. Um, I mean, okay. LeBron, AD. Yeah. Sorry. Well, before you go, before you hit East, let me know. I have a question about the West. Go ahead. Oh, sure. Um, but yeah, like LeBron, AD, Kawhi, Luca, uh, James Harden, like that makes sense. I'm not yes. mad about that at all. Yes. Like, I think that's exactly what it should be. Yeah. If, oh God, are you kidding me? They're double Raptors teaming down by Lillard. Two. Oh, oh God. It's yes. 101 99. You know, shout out to Mellow. Oh, you you got to stay Mellow. You got to stay Mellow when, uh, when times get tougher, you know? <sighs> Damn. Do you, do you, yeah, what was your question, Kevin? What was your okay. question? Anyways, uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts of Alex Caruso being the number eight guard with 92,000 yeah. votes over Devin Booker and John Morant? Okay, so this is actually in line with the question I had for you. Oh, okay, which okay, is, okay. So, and like Taco Falls is killing it too. Like yeah, Taco Falls is six in the East, and like he's climbing, man. He's climbing. Dude, so, too bad well, like Andre Drummond. That's a multi-time All Star. Yeah, I mean, but here's here. Okay, here's my question. Yeah. And I remember, oh, Jesus, who was it? Who like he almost was voted in as a starter like a couple years ago, and everyone was like going crazy about it. I forget. But uh, I guess my question is, is it Boban? like how serious? I don't know, maybe Boban. I don't remember. I remember there was a joke. It was a joke. Oh no, it was Zaza. It was Zaza. Zaza for cheap shot. For cheap shot. So here's my question for you. Here's my question for you. Here's my question for you. Oh, the Raptors lost. That hurt. I mean, it's still they 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 fought it. I don't know why they went for three. Actually, you know what? Go for the three. Who cares? It was still a pretty tough fight. They did. Yeah. You know, short disappointing. They played really well for the majority of the game. That sucks. Anyways, um, so my question is: the All Star game doesn't mean anything, and okay. by that I mean like no, I'm like I mean whoever yeah. wins, like they don't they don't gain anything. Like in this during this, like for example, in the MLB All Star game, the winning team gets home field advantage in the World Series, which I think is dumb, but. Like in the NBA, the All Star Game is meaningless. It's yeah. essentially showcase for the fans, right? Yeah. yeah. So with that being said, is it more important to to see the guys that the fans want to see, or the guys that really deserve to to be in it? You know, like it seems like everybody wants to see Taco Falls play in the All Star Game because it's hilarious. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody nobody wants to see like, for example, like LaMarcus Aldridge was an all star like for a good part of the past decade. Yeah. But he's yeah. boring. I don't yeah. enjoy watching LaMarcus Aldridge play. I'd rather get give the ball to Taco Falls and watch him dunk, try dunking on LeBron because that's fun. You know, yes. like Alex Caruso, like that guy's hilarious, you know, oh, for sure. and it seems like. After every All-Star game, people complain how, oh, there's no defense and just a lo- like a bunch of the best players scoring on each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I personally enjoy watching that. I don't want to see guys playing a ton of defense. But I guess my question is, like, there are going to be people hating on this All-Star vote for all the votes that Taco Falls and Alex Caruso gets. Mm-hmm. Like, where do you stand on, like, do you want the best players in the league to make it to the All-Star game or do you want the most entertaining ones to make the game? 100% the most entertaining. Dude, we've talked about this many times. The All-Star games, they've died. 
they've died over the past, I don't know how long. I, I remember, I mean, I don't remember, but like I, I, I remember watching videos of all-star games from when you know Kobe Bryant, Allen Iverson, Kevin Garnett, they were still a little bit more heat. But when you when you when both teams are scoring almost two hundred points, no defense, people are just lethargic going up, which I understand. The, each of those guys are like twenty to thirty million dollars worth. You don't want anything ever happening to them. But at the same time, mm-hmm. you have a guy like Taco Falcom in there. Dude, first of all, the yeah. fans are going to be so hyped. They're going to be like, Taco, Taco. And Taco, of course, is going to feed off that. Right now, his per 36 is through the roof. It is almost equivalent to James Harden or LeBron James, which is insane. But I think Taco Fall in there, he, he's going to provide more entertainment. Or like Alex Caruso. Yeah. Alex Caruso, um, for that team itself, he's a spark plug in a sense as in, you know what? He can play ball. He can ball. But at the same time, when he goes and crams it down, the whole team is off the bench. Just like yeah. that, every single fan is off the bench and they're hyped. The amount, I've seen, I think I've seen more Alex Caruso Halloween costumes this year than LeBron James Halloween costumes. I think that speaks volumes. I hope itself. so. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. But, but like, that, that is the thing. But the only problem is, like, society and, like, NBA fans and just media members they care so much about all-star games you know Why? like 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 what kobe Bryant. yeah it's like I, th- I i i mean i i don't know it shows that you're one of the best in the game like i mean lebron he's a, he's like a 16-time all-star abdul kareem yeah. abdul jabbar is like a 20-time all-star you know that just shows like year in and year out you're yeah. one of the best players in the nba but i guess at the same time that's what the all nba team shows that's yes. you have like the three all nba exactly. teams that shows like who's the best and who like who's the best of the best in the league mm-hmm. the all-star game i mean like yeah, I get it. If like say Kemba Walker is balling out of his mind and he and he's like on the bubble of making the All Star game. Oh, okay, that's a bad example because he's gonna make it. But say a guy like Spencer Dinwiddie, who is playing really, really well on a Back Brooklyn Nets team. team that's in a playoff spot, and Kyrie Irving is. I mean, I don't think Zach Levine makes the All Star game. I'm he's number five now. in guards voting, but it's okay. That's. I don't think he's gonna make it. He's also Chicago. That vote, he, he, he played, dude. He he's from Chicago. Well, he's not from Chicago, but. His, Derek, uh, Derek like Rose is going to represent Chicago. That's okay. I mean, yes. Derek oh, Rose is going to represent in the skills challenge. But I think if Zach yeah, squeezes dude, I don't, in, I, I don't think, think it'd be hype. I don't think Zach Levine. You're just jealous. But You're I think, just jealous. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not jealous. I have dude, two I guys on the NBA Raptors gonna, who are going to be all stars. No, stupid. I'm not jealous. I'm, I'm going to play the Raptors. Two guys. Um, who are the two guys? You know what I got on my. You know what I got on my on my ring finger right now? It's a replica Raptors championship ring which they won last year. Raptors that are on the team. Well, it's going to be Pascal and Kyle. They're going Kyle to be all-stars. Kyle is number eighth in voting for guards. Yeah, but that that's for the starters. Mm. Once the starters are voted in, the coaches mm. pick the rest of them. No, mm. but that's how it works. So you don't think you don't think Any, home, there's going to be some hometown love for Zach? The coach is going to be like, you know what? Let's let's hype up Chicago. The All-Star game is in Chicago. Why don't we have are a you Chicago tell- player on the? Yes, I will take the petty. Uh, are you, the, the are petty you telling me? Are you, are you telling me Greg Popovich is sitting there in his office in front of it, uh, his laptop and going like, yeah, Chicago is hosting this game. You know, I'm going to get Zach Levine into this game. How much think do you Greg think Pop- Greg Popovich cares? cares about the All-Star game in general? Not at all. Exactly. Not at all. But I, think, <laughs> so, but, uh, I, I feel like he's going to give it to Becky Hammond and be like, hey, could you just use the team? Thank you. I appreciate that. That's it. Actually, 
That's an that's an interesting point. Do you think these like the coaches pick the remainder of the rosters? Do you think Greg Popovich cares enough to do it, or does he I, get like is like the the water boy is like, hey man, you know what time <laughs> it is. Get these picks in. <laughs> Dude, Greg Popovich is trying to work a team with like Bryn White and Lonnie Walker and Duante Murray, who's barely you know staying alive, and Lamarcus Aldridge, who's lost his game, and Demar Derozan, who was on the trade block but is not on the trade trade block and can ba- uh, barely sh- he can't even shoot a three. He's trying to create something out of this, trying not to ruin his legacy the- this year. Yeah, I think they're. Right they now, are the playoffs, but come on. Is Greg Popovich, do yeah. you think he's just going to be happy with just squeezing into playoffs? No. I think they got her. Uh, but <laughs> anyways, all, all-star game. Like, okay, Kev, if you, had to, if, if you had to vote for your starters, who would your 10 starters be? Do I, okay, so I'll, I'll give uh, West first. So front court, yeah. you know, the three front court, I'm going to have LeBron, Anthony Davis, and let's throw just just for I think I think this will be fun, Carmelo Anthony. All right. That's I think I, Carmelo's that's I think Carmelo's actually going to be like the honorary All Star this year. I think it's going to be like a, Vince Carter. He's not retiring. Carmelo. Honorary is for like retiring. Let's, per, let's pretend. Retire. I know, but let's pretend he. Let's pretend he is. Please don't shove a farewell tour on him. Let double zero agent be alive, okay? Let him be. <laughs> and, so mad we lost to Carmelo at home. <laughs> I'm sorry. And he put the dagger too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to experience that. Dude, he looks so dude. I hate watching Carmelo post up in twenty it's twenty twenty. And Car they're running plays for Carmelo to post up Stanley Johnson. It sucks. He looks the exact same it's as like back same. in New York. Next. This is Dude, this is the same play, the same exact play that was run in 2005 yeah. with Carmelo Anthony in Denver. They're 100%. running the exact same thing in 2020, and it pisses me off. <laughs> no, but like Denver Carmelo was a bit more athletic. New York Carmelo, that's when like you know you started seeing him waste like 20 seconds in the paint, getting a two point. Yeah. Anyways, but but for guards, I'm gonna go with Harden yeah. and Luca. Like that's just yeah. something that you have to do. Uh, yeah. Eastern Eastern, uh, my front court is gonna be Giannis. Uh, Joel Embiid and uh, Lori Markinen, and in my huh, you got something to say more? Bias. That's such a biased no, pick. It's, it's a great pick from my end, but it's Pascal. okay. Okay, you just don't want to say Pascal Siakam. I mean, I would. I w- see. The thing is that I recognize and I I, um, uh, I give kind of praise where it's due but uh i don't pascal right, hasn't heard right. that from me yet but it's okay right. maybe maybe in a few years um maybe <laughs> in guards i'm gonna have a derrick rose and zach levine it's gonna be i feel like this is the most electric uh all-star game of all time uh, what yeah, would you was be your like picks? 2012 <laughs> oh good burn richard you know what i'm like rubber you're like glue whatever bounces on me sticks on you oh <laughs> Anyways, what's your uh, roster pick? I mean, like uh, when I when I submitted my one vote of the year, I, I had the exact same All Stars in the West as the ones that we see right now and leading the way: uh, LeBron, Kawhi, Anthony Davis, Luca, and, um, James. and James Harden. Okay. In the East, I have Zach Levine, Laurie Markkinen, Wendell Carter Jr. Derek Rose and Jimmy Butler. 
No, you forgot. To, oh, yeah, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. no, uh, no. My, my actual ones for the East is Joel Embiid, Giannis, Pascal Siakam, and Kemba Walker, and Kyle Lowry. Okay. I think those make the Kyle most Lowry. sense. Like, yes, dude, Kyle Lowry's balling. You, dude, you, you, okay, you, you predicted that Kyle Lowry was gonna fall off a cliff before the season started, and then Kyle Lowry's it's playing out of his mind. Is, uh, yeah, I guess never, never too, too late. late. I, mean, I mean, you could fall off a cliff any day, correct? <laughs> any day. But <laughs> if you go sightseeing, you never know. These uh, small pebbles—they're a very a big hazard. Anyways, I mean, I don't—I don't know if he's gonna go sightseeing anytime soon. Like he's—I don't—I don't think the Raptors are. I think the Raptors played in Denver already. They might That's have. True. So he's well, not gonna you, be. You have, he's not gonna fall off the roster. I guess, but he's not going there. Why not? He's a Toronto man still. I, I, I just don't think they're gonna let him. Look at I look at our bench. There's like two guys at yeah. this point. Like everyone's being transported in like bubble wrap. <laughs> but you have a local guy now, O'Shea Brissett. He's playing well. He like did. O'Shea they, Brissett they, is playing kind of good. Like I like him. He looked good he today. Looks, he's like a, yeah. Like he's he hit a couple of threes. They moved the ball pretty well. He plays like some good defense. You know, like I, I don't mind him, dude. But it's just like fuck. We have. We have Stanley Johnson playing a ton of minutes. We have, like, Matt Thomas. Like, I mean, Matt Thomas is one of the best three-point shooters in, 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 like, basketball history. But, like, I don't want to see Matt Thomas playing ample minutes. I don't want to see – I mean, Patrick McCaw, I think I think Patrick McCaw has a lot of good moments and a lot of really bad moments. But we're so injured that, like, we have no choice, but we got to keep pushing him. Like, I hate that we're so hurt. You have a guy Sox. named Shamari Pons. Yeah, on your squad. He's from, guy. He's yeah, from he, Brooklyn. He's yeah, garbage time guy. No, he comes up with the timbers. If you, <laughs> if, if you ever need the workman done, you know, get get Shamari Ponza there. He'll come in there with them Tims and get uh, get yeah. it done. But also, like you guys have guys like Ma- Malcolm Miller. Why aren't you using Malcolm Miller? I thought he was part of the rotation earlier on the season. No, but dude, when you fall out of the rotation for guys like Stanley Johnson and like no offense, but O'Shea Brissett, like I'm sorry, Malcolm. Yeah, but Stanley. Like, Stanley the, rap- the thing is Dude, that Stanley it's, it's, also has a name behind him, though. You gotta understand, he's a lottery awesome. pick. Sure. Yeah, and he, you it. know, you brought him in That's thinking it. that he's gonna be a replacement to Kawhi Leonard. No, so, okay. Yeah, I no. mean, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> word for word, my co-host, I, word for word, we have a poor man, Kawhi Leonard. I said he's the Walmart version of Kawhi yeah, Leonard. I, I didn't say he was gonna man. replace Kawhi Leonard. No, 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 dude. You said poor man's Kawhi Leonard. That is clearly a replacement for Kawhi Leonard. I mean, no, it's. I mean, uh, yes, no, it's not though. Yes. Oh my goodness! And, you could have said poor man's. I don't know, Paul George. Poor man's. That's not good. Scottie that's Pippen. bad. That's bad too. Stanley I'm Johnson. Sorry. Also, I thought Stanley. Also, I thought Stanley Johnson was our established chemistry guy, and now he's on the court doing too much. Yeah. <laughs> That really threw threw a wrench into your uh, idea. Dude, but here's the thing. With enough injured players, the chemistry guy is going to have to actually step outside of his comfort zone and play basketball. (laughs) See, at this point, you guys cannot afford another injury. That's it. I don't think we can have another injury. No, but say say a guy like I mean yes, but say a guy like Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry goes out. Kyle Lowry gets injured. Then then that's it. Like that's it's over. Like you just like ask to like like load manage the rest of the team until everybody else comes back. 
Man, you ever see like um, a big catastrophe about to happen, but it's like hanging on like a last string, like one yeah, last we got hit a tiny yeah. glue that's holding on. Yeah, the Raptors got hit by a meteor. The Raptors got hit by like a meteor. <laughs> this is real. Like, this is brutal. Like it, it, it was an airstrike. Um, but anyways, I don't know if that was uh, the appropriate term to use right now. But yeah. uh, we'll anyway. go. Anyways, um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump ship because the Raptors just lost, and I'm upset because yes, the Raptors deserve that win. Um, to close out this um, episode of the Ball and Roll Pick and Pot, again, remember BallandRoll.com, your place for the best basketball content on the web, including a recap of whatever just happened in the fourth quarter. Shop.BallandRoll.com, your place for the hottest basketball merch on the web. Um, the 2010s just ended. So an idea Kevin and I had was to put together our own top 10 of the 2010s. So the top 10 players of the last decade. Mm-hmm. So like, how, how do you want to do this? Do you want to just go like one by one? So I give my 10th best and then you give your 10th best. And then we work yeah. our way up to That's one. And then we all the, then we call the episode and like, Touch yeah. base again next week for another one. Wait, yeah, so, I, I'm going to okay. argue with you at some point because I don't see the point in uh, not arguing with you. You know, what fuels yeah, no, my we, life and my joy is uh, yeah. you know, proving you wrong. Passive aggressiveness. Yes, Passive aggressiveness. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so, a very uh, healthy friendship for everybody that's listening. Oh, yeah. Yes. And especially now that I'm, I'm moving down to the States, we're going to take our friendship international. So. Oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to need a visa to be a friend with you. So I don't know yeah, if that's how it works, but, uh, I mean, but also crazy thing for listeners out there. So uh, Richard yeah. told me today that uh, there is a chance that even with a work visa, Richard could get drafted into the war. Yeah. I'm kind I'm of rooting die. for because I, I think I'm, it'll be really good for the content if Richard goes in there with a vlog camera. True. Uh, true. <laughs> true. Wear one, wear I, a like, pot shirt. This is oh, my, yeah. If I, can, if, if I can continue potting while I'm um, over there then yes i do it for the cloud i think that would make our podcast blow up i mean i don't know who i would interview down there about like how good like lebron is or anything but i I feel like they will assemble the avengers avengers i also zion williams i guess i guess I also kind of worry about the Wi-Fi connection in the trenches. That's true. Because like my Wi-Fi here is pretty bad, but like you get me in the trenches with like a mic. I don't, first of all, I don't know if I can bring a mic down there, but I mean, I know, mean, let's if I don't go because I'm going to die. Take a one. mic into trenches. I think you can. Fair. It's allowed. I'm also not Anderson Cooper, but let's just hope that doesn't happen because I swear to God, I will die on the first day. I am okay. not meant for this. <laughs> I have two masters. I don't. I have two degrees. Like my man, like, my man has two degrees. That's not what I'm trying to do. Gucci pants. <laughs> He's not ready for war. Nah, dude. There's. I don't think uh, there's bok choy down uh, down on the trenches, and you're gonna have some issues if there's no bok choy in your daily meals. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyways, also, I checked what's the uh, bok choy's uh, bok choy availability down in Texas for all the listeners out there. Richard needs bok choy at least twice a day, every day for his whole life. Breakfast and dinner yes. with teriyaki sauce. It's disgusting. That's disgusting. You were like when I think about it. When I think about it, it's disgusting. Absolutely. But like I enjoy it. It's I repulsive. 
This is, this is the anyway. most, and I had to live with this guy every day, twice a day. I used to smell this. It was. Oh, anyways, start with number 10. Go for number 10. Anyways, number 10. So with number 10, I've been, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on the fence with number 10 because I have two options for my number 10. It's either Blake Griffin or Kyrie Irving. Both of them have been there for almost entire decade. I believe Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving's first season was 2011-2012. He won Rookie of the Year. Blake Griffin was one year before that, one Rookie of the Year. Both guys, six-time All-Stars. But both guys, and like Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving is also a champion. All, all NBA guys, but both dudes just like a lot of injuries in their careers. And like I got Kyrie Irving as my number 10 because That's I just fair. think – well, I think Blake Griffin's really, really good, and I think a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people underrate Blake Griffin mm-hmm. because, like, he's been on, like, he didn't, like, they didn't really do anything spectacular in in Los Angeles when he was there with Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan because of injuries in the playoffs. So they never really broke through, and then Blake came to Detroit, and he's been injured, and now he's out for the season. Um, so I'm gonna go with Kyrie Irving over Blake Griffin here. Kyrie Irving's a champ. One of the best point guards of the last decade, Uncle Drew. That's my number ten. That's fair. Also, okay, just yeah. just uh, uh, Rich. We okay. So I, up to five. Why don't we just keep it going, like just with the names or something? Sure. Four authors sure. will explain just because it might take a you know an hour or so sure. if we go each player. But number ten, I have Chris Paul. Chris Paul, you know, uh, or. Clearly, the last decade wasn't his prime, but even in that last decade itself, he had six All-NBA, seven All-Defensive team. Uh, if he were on better teams, who knows what could have happened? You know, even in 2018 uh, Western Conference Finals, you know, what would have happened if Chris Paul didn't get hurt while they had a 3-2 lead over the Warriors? You never know what could have happened, but uh, I have Chris yeah. Paul at number 10. Yeah, and I'll comment on Chris Paul a little later in my list. I got Carmelo number nine. Wow. Seven-time All-Star. Top 25 all time in scoring. Um, in his prime, he was one of the premier scorers in, in the NBA, like one of the best like professional scorers of NBA in NBA history. He also posts up a lot, and I can't stand watching him play basketball. But I mean, you got to put Carmelo Anthony on this list. I feel that's fair. So number ten, uh, number nine, I have Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis being one of the best big men of our of our time, at least of this decade itself. He's one of the best. Uh, you know, he had three All NBA, three All Defensive. Who knows what would if he were on a better team? If he would um, if he would have been able to collect more accolades. So I have Anthony Davis in number nine. Okay, number eight, I got Chris Paul. Um, you mentioned that. Um, he never really broke through in the playoffs, and just a lot of it has to do with injuries. Like one yes. with the Clippers, for example, one year it's Blake Griffin who's injured in the playoffs. The next year it's Chris Paul, and they just alternate every single year. And then he get, comes to Houston, and he gets injured again. And they could have won, went to the finals. And I mean, if they went to the finals, they probably would have won because the Cavaliers were just injured and dying that year. So I, I say Chris Paul. Number eight, one of the best point guards of all time, top ten in NBA history in assists and steals, um, like the quintessential point guard. And I think we're not going to see another type of point guard like Chris Paul ever again because of how the game is changing. Chris Paul, number eight. Yeah, he's nicknamed Point God for a reason. There we go. He's a he's he's what a floor general should be. But uh, number eight, I have um, Damian Lillard, Dame Dollar, Dame Time. Uh, he is one of the most underrated point guards 
of all time. This guy came in with a chip on the shoulder. Nobody really mm-hmm. scouted him that well. And, you know, for oh, past decade, it's a four All-NBA team, four All-Star. And um, he, he had a Rookie of the Year back in 2012 when he was drafted. And realistically, if he had more pieces around him, if Blazers give him other pieces than just CJ, who knows mm-hmm. what could have happened? I mean, yeah. they got rid of uh, LaMarcus Aldridge at a time where mm-hmm. Dame was still developing. So I really feel bad for the guy. It's some of those talents where you see throughout our history where, you know, the team doesn't do anything for them. They just expect yeah. this guy to grow and go do something with it. So, yeah, Dave mm-hmm. Dollar is my number eight. That's that's fair. I, I was actually pondering, like, whether to put Damian Lillard into my top ten. Like, I was struggling with it because I think okay. Damian Lillard doesn't have, like, all those big accolades because a lot of the times he's snubbed from the all-star yes. team. And then he's his team's just not good enough to help him get up, like, get to, to, to the NBA Finals and really compete. But, like, this dude religiously like he scores better than almost anybody in the nba at his size in nba history and like he has while his team wasn't ever that good he's he has his like playoff moments like his first ever playoff series hitting that three over dwight howard against the houston rockets to eliminate them or like just last year when he eliminated the uh, the Thunder with a, a three-pointer over Paul George. Like, he has his moments. Uh, for me, uh, number seven is Kawhi Leonard, two-time champ. Uh, the reason he's not higher on my list is because he just hasn't been around for a long time. Like, he yeah. missed an entire season with the Spurs. Um, his first couple of years in the NBA, he was just, he wasn't like, he looked like a guy who could develop into something great, but he wasn't that guy yet. Um, and until last year, I'd say his his stock didn't really didn't blow up like it did, you yeah. know? So I go with Kawhi Leonard just because he's what over still over the last decade, he's one of the best two way guys that we've seen in basketball. Oh, for sure. I, I went with Kawhi Leonard over there too. I think he's a very talented player, but I, again, for the same reasons, uh, he hasn't really been, you know, present as the remaining people on, on my list in order to warrant a higher position. But even with the short amount of time that he played, you know, he still averaged uh, 18 point points per game, 6.4 boards, 2.5 assists, but one time defensive player of the year and two championships. And both of them being uh, primarily he, him being the reason uh, why mm-hmm. they won that championship. Right. So I, yeah. Kawhi Leonard warrants that position easily. Sure. Uh, number six, Russell Westbrook. Yes. Oh, triple double. Yeah, Yo, you read my mind over here, dude. I, I, I mean, we have that. We got, we got that telepathy, man. For real, recognize real. I feel that. There we right. go. Like with Russell Westbrook, like this dude's. He, I believe, he's been around the entire decade. Incredible talent. Yes. Like the dude hustles for every single possession. Like you have to. While I think, while I think his style of play isn't the one that helps you win consistently. I think what he can do as an individual basketball player is incredible. Like he's not the best shooter, but what like everything, he, like in a vacuum, he can do so many things so well. I think you kind of got to go with Russell Westbrook. That's a solid pick. That's a solid pick. Or, oh, wait, wait, this was number five, right? Number five? This is number six, homie. Number six, my bad, my bad. Number six, Russell Westbrook, 100%. Uh, you know, he's a bull in a china shop type of guy. Uh, he, you know, what? He, that's what, that's what Russell Westbrook is. Bull, bull in a China. Have you never heard that term? No, before? no. Are you crazy? Okay. Bull in a China shop. So the whole idea behind it is, you know, an Chinese aggressive is not kosher. No, but China shop. Do you know what a China shop is? Do you know what China plates like very fancy plates? 
Oh yeah. That, okay. You know, you put out on like uh, oh, like get, okay. guess, so with a china shop where you know yep. everything is easily shattered. So you put okay. a bull in there, you know, a lot of aggression. He's break everything okay. so It's it's yeah, an I, age I old saying. You no, you, you, you are not ready for war. You are not ready for war. No, I'm not. <laughs> Dude, I, I've admitted to it. If I if I do get drafted, I've come to terms with the fact that I will die on the first day. I am not letting you go. I'm not letting you go. But Westbrook, average uh, 25, yeah. 8, and 9 oh, through, throughout 2010 to 2019. Oh, through that, eight All-Star games, um, eight All-NBA, all and one time he's an MVP as well. You never know if he was able to channel his energy, what could have been. You know, that that's always been my – but also at the same time, Westbrook is in Westbrook if without that energy. So yeah. it's a catch-22 situation. So I have Westbrook in number six over there. Who do you yeah. have number five? I got James Harden. My goodness, you're killing me, man. Where do that, we where do we split? Yes, yes, I have James Harden. I think I, th- I, th- I know I think I know where we're gonna split. I think it's gonna be a number four. But okay. with James Harden, I like one of the best shooters I've ever seen in my life. Like I the just the stuff he's doing, like look at what he does this year. Yeah. The way he scores is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Just because of that, I mean I've other than like Kevin Durant, I've never seen a guy score a basketball like this dude. Yeah, like this dude's unbelievable. And even Kevin Durant, I guess he has an advantage of his size. Like, I mean, it's impossible to defend that kind of size. James Harden just, I mean, just the most unbelievable scorer I've ever seen for what he ha- like for like his size, his his speed. Like he's able to slow the game down. And score fifty on everybody. Yes. So James Harden. Oh, I have James Harden in there as well. But one of the biggest reasons is because he started the decade off by being a bench player, by being sixth man of the year, right? But throughout the decade, he solidified himself as a front runner for MVP almost every year. Year after year, you see the progression. You know, you think, you know, dropping 60 points a few times in a season was already insane. And then he comes back next season and he does it more and he does it in a much more interesting way. He's able to manipulate the defense in a way where to uh, in a way where it's advantageous to him. And yeah. you know players are all players are always ready in in the defense, knowing that you know what he's going to come in, he's going to try to draw a foul. So why don't I you know prepare for it, not be too aggressive? But he baits you. He is uh, he's a savant when it comes to scoring baskets. He's able to do what he wants. He's a maestro. Yeah. Where that euro step when he goes through, you know he's going to get fouled. He's going to go up and yeah. hit a shot. Even from the three point line, his step backs borderline travel. But he crafts it in a way where the refs are like, you know what? That's legal. Let's let it happen. Yeah. Dude, and you're he's mastered you, off. He's mastered off. He's, he's a professional scorer. He's a like, he's a very professional scorer. People get mad at him for all the foul calls he gets. That yes. dude, like, don't be mad at him for figuring it out. This yes. guy, every single year, you see like free throw attempts. It's him, and then there's like what, like 100, 200 less free throw attempts. Somebody else, and then yes. everyone. You know, like a lot of people are angry watching James Harden play because of how he gets all these foul calls. But this dude has figured it out like he's mastered offense. He, I don't I, you know this. I don't care much for per, per game stats, but this dude might average 40 points a game this season. He's close. What is he at? It's like 36, 30, 37, 38, I think. That's crazy. 
You know? Nobody should be averaging that much in How? basketball right now. That's insane. Thirty-eight point four. Yeah, he's Dude. almost at forty. That's crazy. I mean, for like, I watch the Raptors a lot. When the Raptors had that one Western Conference road swing at the beginning of the year, when they were when they were injured and they played against the Portland Blazers, and the uh, Dame was held to like twelve points, mm-hmm. and you're just thinking, yes, that's incredible. I'm like you shut this guy down, he scores twelve points. With James Harden, when he scores twenty-five points in a game. You're just thinking, okay, yeah, we slowed him down. In what world do you think that 25 points a game for 25 points in a game for James for our basketball players is like, yes, good job, team. We slowed this guy down. That's nuts. Yeah. But with for James all- Harden, when he scores under 30 points, you slowed him down. Exactly. For all our, all our fans out there, uh, Richard and I, we study the spread purely for educational purposes for oh, no yeah. other we don't, monetary sorry. monetary gain at all so yeah. when we study the spread you know james harden's usual spread for points per game is at 34 or 35 that's crazy <laughs> you're like you're like you know what take the under because you know there's no way he can go out and score 30 over 35 yeah. consistently every game but he still manages to do it because you know, yeah. the first first half he could have had had twelve points, but yeah. the third quarter he will go out there and drop twenty eight just yeah. in the third quarter, which is insane. It's nuts. So talented. anyways, okay. anyways, number four, I got Anthony Davis. Mm. I think Anthony. I think a lot of people, if you ask the de- people a decade ago, they would say Tim Duncan's the best power forward to ever play the game. I think if you ask people the same question now, the smart people will say that Anthony Davis is better. I, I like I, I think people will still a lot of people will still pick Tim Duncan because of his championship accolades. But I've never seen a dude like Anthony Davis. This dude is a monster on both ends of the court. He's long. He's athletic. He's been averaging over 24 points per game since like his second year in basketball. Mm-hmm. Three time all all NBA three time block champ, six time all star. If he doesn't get injured, he's insane. Like, like there are games where he puts up 50 points and 20 rebounds without breaking a sweat. This dude, and like he's able to also take the basket up up the court. He's able to run an offense every now and then. He can, like, he can defend. He can score in a multitude of different ways. Anthony Davis is the best power forward the game has ever seen. Mm. Like, take the championships away because I I think a championship a big proponent a big proponent of championships is the yes. team you have around you, For the sure. coaching staff, the ownership. Anthony Davis played in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. You move him out to the Lakers in his first year, they look like they might win the championship. Yeah. I think Anthony Davis is the best power forward to ever play the game. That's my yeah. pick. Go ahead. Hey, Davis Davis is an absolute stud. One of the greatest big men big men in our in our time. Like yeah. there is no doubt because you, the the frame that he has, and you see a lot of guys with a frame like that who comes into the league, but more than the frame, the mentality that he has. A lot of the, his back injuries are caused because he's diving into the stands for the ball because he's going so hard on the court, and he's a winner. And I'm excited to see what yeah. happens in the free free agency season. See, I mean free agency season because he's he opted out of the extension to a, a test of free Chicago? agency. You know, come back home, come back home, come back home. Come back home, Tony. Uh, That's what we call Anthony, your number Anthony back home, Tony. But your uh, number four? Number four, I have Giannis Antetokounmpo. But he Very wasn't around for That's the thing. That's the thing. Short stint in the decade. But in that short time, he made a huge impact. From 2016, from being the most improved player from that time itself, 2018 became the MVP. And he started just changing the league, dude. I mean – 
Raptors had a great defense against him. But at the same time, most teams, they don't know how to stop a guy like this. He has a seven foot. Um, he's, he's a seven footer, but he can play like a point guard. Jason Kidd, starting him at, uh, at the point guard position was one of I, initially I was like, this is crazy. But, you know, the more he starts seeing that happen, he is absolutely insane. Dude, averaging almost 20 points, almost nine boards, almost five assists, uh, a steal and a block. Or with about 52.4% shooting for the field, you know, three-time All-Star, five, uh, three-time All-NBA, two-time All-Defensive. This guy, with the right players around him, easily he could he could easily go for a championship. And he, this is just the beginning. You don't know what's ahead towards the future. But uh, I have Giannis has to compare that position. Yeah. Like, I didn't include Giannis in my top 10 just because I don't think he was around for a long enough time. Yeah. I feel like our top three has to be the same. It's going it's to Steph be. At, it's Steph at three, Durant yes. at two, LeBron at one. Yes. Correct. Yeah. 100%. I think I don't think you can dispute any of those. Like Steph Curry, the best Change shooter we've ever seen. Yes. See, I, okay. Are we going to have that talk again? I don't because I, I, I don't think, think he I think changed should, again. I think we should save this for another uh, episode because I, sure. I believe he we're running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> fair. Fair. I think he didn't. We'll save okay. it for another episode. That's Durant fair. number two. Yes. I mean, he's for the past. Literally, for the past, like, 10, 15 years of my life, all I've been hearing is Durant's the second best player in basketball because there's LeBron, yeah. right? Durant's unbelievable. I think LeBron and Durant are the two best players of all time, in my yeah. mind. Mm. Like, all time. I mean, I'm where's go Dennis Rodman in this equation is my question. I don't think Dennis Rodman's in this You are a terror. You know, this guy had, what was it, 18 boards in one game and no points? I think he's gotten arrested more than 18 times in his life. I mean, come on. I don't care about the personal life. Just come in and play, play ball with me, man. That's all that matters. But he gets arrested more than 18 times. He can't. He also married Madonna for a very short stint. He I also showed worried. up to a game in a wedding dress. So shout out to that. But Steph Curry, dude, this guy's two-time MVP, three-time champion, and guy can just shoot the lights out from anywhere for a guy who came came out from davidson everyone was like you know what he's a little too undersized he's a little too undersized and you know they had a uh, golden state had to choose between him or monte ellis and clearly they made the better decision but the fan base over there until they were like ah oh. you know monte was actually proven at that time but the more they waited they saw what steph curry could be from his antics, from his pregame rituals of uh, backward shot from uh, the hallway to just stepping past the half court during a game. And the defense is like, he's not going to shoot, but he just still pulls up and wets it, making Chris Paul do the twister during a playoff game. Steph Curry has done it all. Not just that. He's also like one of NBA's face. You know, he's such a good family man. And he's a good PR person to have for the league. And he's done everything so well. His mom and dad at the game all the time. He's just he's just an all-American basketball player. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I think we agree with our top three. Um, we're, we probably got to we got, we got wrap this episode up. We've been yes, going sir. on for, a, for quite awesome. a bit of time. Shout, uh, shout out to Lamar Jackson, you know, MVP. Ah, ah. Yeah. Um, what, what, what time is the pass game this weekend? Oh, same time as the, same time as the Cowboys game. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> but see, we're not, if I'm, we're not used I'm, to these. This is, 
This well, here's the. I mean, here's the joke. First of all, the Cowboys aren't used to these games, but this week is like the token. Like it's been scheduled every single year. Like this is the Pats' first game coming off a first That's round bye, and I don't, don't see it. It, it does feel different. I mean, like th- this time I had to cancel, you know, my championship party. But I guess you yep. know after after six, it's just like not. I mean, I wasn't around for the six after the three. I don't know. It's just it, it starts getting a little old. But at the same time, I know we'll get there eventually. You know. I hate you. You know, always having um, a vested interest in Super Bowl one way or another. It's uh, it gets tiring. It gets truly tiring. You know. I'm sure it's emotionally taxing. It is. It is. Do you understand? You know. No, actually, I don't. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I really don't. I have no idea. I can't tell you that. I know what Maybe it Mike McCarthy like. with his new analytics could change everything. Anyways, um, Kevin, as we wrap this one up, let's let's give like our picks for who wins this week. I got 49ers winning, but Minnesota plus seven. I got Baltimore winning, but Titans plus 9.5. I got the Chiefs winning, but Texans plus 9.5. And then I also have the Seahawks upsetting the Green Bay Packers. I think the Seahawks are going to go into Lambeau and beat the Packers. You're disrespecting Lefleur. Yeah, I know. I love his name. It's Lefleur. Right. Yeah. I don't so, think Green Bay is that good. I, I don't know no, how they're 13-3. and three. It blows my mind. Right. But I think Aaron the Seahawks, Rogers, Seahawks are going to win this game somehow. He's, he wasn't that good this year. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he was better than Brady. I mean... Mitch Trubisky had so a stint where he was just about ready this year. But yeah. uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take um, San Francisco over Vikings negative seven. I'm taking Baltimore negative nine point five against Tennessee. Tennessee's gonna get slaughtered by thirty or forty this week. Okay, dude. Ryan Tannehill threw for seventy. They were, yeah. uh, Baltimore's run defense is actually good, and okay. Lamar Jackson is gonna run run through them and i'm taking chiefs actually i'm taking texans i'm taking texans Texans are gonna win yeah okay that's that's wrong that's just wrong okay all right i'll see you i'll see you on monday my guy oh you Uh, won't you're never seeing me again where are you going out to texas (laughs) i'm going tomorrow that's right you're going to texas go cheer for the texans and i'm also going to take uh seahawks uh, okay. They're gonna win. They're Will gonna they cover. win? Yes, yeah, they're gonna win. Dope. Okay. So I think we the only agree. place we defer is Texans. Everything, but no, we we deferred on. Oh, I guess with the spread. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, don't care about the spread, spread anymore. Spread out, yes. Yeah. Regular season spread attitude. more fun. Yeah. That's a bad attitude to have. Um, but anyways, we're gonna. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's whatever. Anyways, we're gonna wrap this one up. We're going to be back at some point next week. My name is Rich. I'm, I'm joined, as always, by Kevin Kocheri. You can find me on uh, on uh, on uh, Finster. I don't what know. about TikTok? I mean, yeah, you can find me on TikTok, too. I'm trying to get TikTok famous out here. I'm trying to be like, what's that, what's that girl's name? The, the one that know. danced Danielle or something like that? You know, I don't talk know. And dance the same. I'm trying to do that, too. I'm trying to be big out know. here. I'm trying to put Richard. Fair. I'm trying to put well, over Richard's head with TikTok money. I mean, if you can, that would be that would be big. But on that <laughs> note, this has been the Ball and Roll Pick and Pod. We'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. Have a good decade. Or what? Peace.